Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, we're back for episode 45, another short episode. You know, again, my apologies is going up a little bit late. I explain what's going on with me in the podcast.、Um, I talk about some crazy random TV show that was on, and I finished the list that I did in the previous episode. Short but sweet, but I think it was, you know, pretty good action going on. I think you'll find it entertaining.、Uh, again, Things are gonna, the schedule is going to be a, ro- a bit rocky over these next few weeks.、Um, the podcast length is going to be a bit shorter, but you know, I'm going to try and give it to you how I've been giving it to you, you know, bing bang boom style.、And、again, my apologies for any schedule disruptions. Work with me, y'all. But for now, enjoy this, enjoy it, enjoy it, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, you guys, I'm back. I'm still here. I'm still, still here. Uh, thanks again for being patient a little bit.、Um, we are back with episode 45.、Uh, again, sorry, last week I got cut off kind of short. You know, I, this week I'm probably going to do the same thing or a similar kind of thing. Just because, again, I got a lot going on.、I'm、trying to really finish up what I've been doing over the past couple months、um, since pretty much April, the end of April.、Uh, and it's really coming to a head right now, schedule terms, just trying to get. Everything organized, starting to do meetings and with, with Japanese counterparts, and you know, I still have to finish my end of what I'm doing. So I'm just, you know, really pressed for time,、um, burning the midnight oil. I took a couple of, you know, I, took, I finished work early. I went to the dentist to, earlier today and took some、um, family time with my son and, and you know, did some, did some stuff and took a couple hours and like babysat him and, and took, you know, watched him while he slept and stuff like that. So now <clears throat> I'm here, record for a little while, put this up online, and then I'm going、uh, back in to do some more stuff before I pass out again. I'm going to try and go to sleep early, which means like maybe one o'clock in the morning, probably. <laughs> you know, I've been hitting it like 2 30 recently. Like, it's been kind of crazy. So,、um, yeah, like, honestly,、uh, the podcast, of course, I'm going to keep recording and things like that. But for maybe, I'm guessing around the next month, the podcast is going to be shorter. The timing is going to be probably.、Um, Might be a little less reliable as before. You know, I might be a day late, you know, knock on wood, no more than that. You know, I'm recording this on Monday night. Normally I record on Saturday or Sunday, but, you know, again, it's just, it's, it is what it is. So、um, I'm just trying.、Um, in, the, in the back, so what I'm going to do tonight is、uh, just finish the list that I had before. Again, the、um, 15 passions of Japanese people. I, didn't, I wasn't able to get through the list last time, so I'm just going get, to get through that and then call it a night, probably.、Um, I left the TV on、uh, because I'm watching, I was watching, while I was setting everything up, I was watching this、uh, drama. And I, I just wanted to, I, I thought it was kind of interesting because it's kind of one of those.、Um, It's like a TV drama, a Japanese TV drama. And it's kind of like one of those tropes that's. It's on mute now, but it's, it's, it's quite. You know, I've seen this typical pattern over and over again.、Um, 
So it's something about I don't know what the fuck the name of the show is, but basically it's about um uh it's uh, da 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 you teton something like that part two is it's, it's, I don't know, a TV drama or something like it's a, it's, a, it's a show, it's a half an hour show It's really low budget, but it's set in Osaka And it's just about like some Office lady You know, pretty mousy ja- Typical Japanese uh, Woman who I don't know, something with her parents happened or whatever And she goes back to Osaka And you know She's having all these troubles in life And she can't really find her passion And what makes her herself Because she had all this shit that happened in the past But, you know She finds her passion through through XYZ You can fill in the blank, whatever it is It's kind of typically what happens in these dramas And she finds happiness And possibly even love You know, but maybe for or friendship Whatever it is And like, that's kind of what happens The theme of, and they kind of base shows around that type of shit um, This show is uh, Taiko Which is traditional Japanese drums So... I don't even need to watch this whole fucking thing. I just left it on for a few minutes so I can kind of talk about, you know, this topic, you know, and, and while it's on in the background. But I'm guessing what will happen is, you know, she, she might have got fired or, you know, she had some work trouble or something happened with she broke up with her boyfriend or her boyfriend broke up with her and she had to go back to her hometown or some shit like that. And, you know, every seeing all her, her old friends who are, you know, living life in her hometown and you know they think oh you went off to tokyo and did da, 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 and she's really unhappy inside she tries to hide it until everything gets exposed and then she starts playing taiko and then you know she experiences her joy and then maybe finds a love interest or something at the end of the show she you know um finds her life and decides to stay in osaka or something something like some shit like that like well, honestly all those shows kind of have that same you you can just rinse and repeat like i've seen that those kind of uh sitcom type you know wacky dramas um that come on japanese tv quite a lot that that plot cycle that trope gets repeated quite a bit so if you come to japan and you watch japanese tv you can kind of spot those type of shows because the the gags are kind of similar the 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 filming is kind of similar like um you know she's in the park watching two friends talk two high school girls talk to each other in the past and reminiscing on some shit that happened to her when she was like a kid and you know oh all of her regret and stuff like that and all this bullshit like so like that's kind of um what happens so i'm about to cut this bullshit off <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah so that's enough of that i just turned off the tv because you know I, I was just watching a few minutes of it and after like five minutes of watching the show i can kind of summarize what it was about so but again, um, I'm just on a limited schedule for now. Probably next week, or the next few weeks again. Um, I got this week. I got a couple of meetings coming up and things like that. Oh, before that, let me give you an update on the great spider war that was going on in this motherfucker. So um, I think I believe I forgot what I posted, <laughs> what I talked about last episode. I know I told you guys like about you know the spider invasion. I killed it. and I got the mom. Well, there were some babies still lingering and some teenagers still lingering. Like, I was finding fucking, you know, miniature spiderlets around. But I was splashing fucking holy water all over the place, a.k.a. peppermint oil all over the house. And it took a couple of days. But um, 
I think I got all of them either killed or out of the house. So I haven't seen a spider in here in the past, like, uh, uh, what? Fuck, maybe three days, three or four days. I haven't seen a spider. So I believe we're still, we're spider free. I have, um, I still, you know, sprinkle mint, peppermint oil around and stuff like that. Just because it's a good thing to do. It also keep I read, it also keeps mosquitoes out um and and stuff like that so and other pests too so i think it's just a good habit to have sometimes when we open up the door mosquitoes come flying in uh so that's just a good habit to have another thing that's going on in tokyo uh, in the um in japan which i can talk about too is uh rainy season has officially ended so um rainy season start and ending gets announced by the meteorological agency it's not or i don't know let me take that back i don't know who the fuck announces the beginning and end of this shit actually they just announce it. it just i don't know if it's just like a a fucking you know hermit in the mountains who just senses that it's over or something i, I don't know how they figure it out but um they just announce it the thing is though it's not so it's not like um the typical four seasons it it varies from year to year and apparently this was the first year that rainy season officially ended in june which is kind of crazy, you know. Nor I remember in, in my mind, typically rainy season lasts um, from early June until I'd say mid July. At least around mid July is when, uh, yeah, because that's when Umi no He is, which is like Ocean Day. It's like the middle of July, so like early to mid July is typically when rainy season stops, but summer's fucking here it's been here for like a like almost a week already like you know it's fucking hot it's humid the humidity's back it fucking sucks outside uh you know it's like 30 something 33 degrees celsius like over 90 every day humidity out the balls like you know and you just gotta deal with it so that's gonna be the case looking for like at least two months there was one year, hopefully knock on wood, it's like it was, uh, I believe, like three years ago. We had this crazy summer that was really fucking nice because uh, some of the weather just changed early. And then we just had like cool temperatures like from the halfway through August, like all the way through. And it was really, really nice. Uh, it was rain mixed in with it, but I'll take some rain and like not that much humidity and, and you know, cooler temperatures. In exchange for, you know, you can take the fucking heat. I'll take that shit. So it was really nice that year. So knock on wood, we can get some of that coming. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But it's really crazy. It's the first time in history that, um, you know, that has happened. So call it climate change. Climate, call it La Nina. I don't know what the fuck to call it. Just call it whatever the fuck you want. You know, but uh, I call it summer. <laughs> so that's what's going on here. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this list so that I can, you know, I'm trying to limit the podcast to around 30 minutes if I can, uh, just, you know, just because, again, I got to upload it and then I still want to do some other stuff, get ready for tomorrow, so, um, and still get some more uh, editing done. If you see, if you saw my Instagram, which is at akil.wtson, akil.watson. I posted a story, an Instagram story the other day, just let you guys know the podcast wasn't coming online. And I posted a video post because I didn't put my normal like uh, podcast announcement for the previous episode up just because I've been 
burning the midnight oil and you know some i'm not like perfect i'm not like working 24 hours a day sometimes when i'm on the train i want to listen to music i want to decompress a little bit look at dumbass internet videos for like 15 minutes sometimes or i've been really into shark tank uh so just watch that you know uh, the tv the american tv show was dragon's Lair or dragon's dungeon or there's a million fucking names for it but um in american tv i've been watching shark tank a lot recently so um do do some of that or you know podcasts or whatever trying, you know you know lebron story has been um lebron james if you don't know his is moving to LA, so that's been the big story I've been checking out, wasting a bit of time, and watching Black Panther on my phone for a little bit too. So, all right, but anyway, let's let's get into it. Uh, so, uh, previously we talked about a few things. I'll just if you if you're a first time listener, I'll just go through these topics very quickly that I talked about last time. Again, 15 was karaoke, 14 was pachinko. Um, these are passions, things that Japanese people are very passionate about. If you, if you, the title of the article is 15 Japanese Passions, duh. So, um, you, you can read it in more detail. Again, I'm just skimming through it. I'm not gonna go too deep into these things because some of these things I have talked about before, some of them I don't think are that interesting. I really don't have that much to add to them. So, I'm just burning through them. Again, 14's Pachinko, uh, 13's Travel, uh, 12 is Masks. 11 is gossip. Uh, 10 is small things. 9 is fish. And I believe I stopped at fish. If I'm incorrect, let me know. Just give me a comment or something. I honestly don't remember where I stopped. I've been so sleepy this week. I've been delirious. Um, I don't know. I got, I got like a negative comment in one of my lessons, actually. I'm not sure if it's because I was sleepy. Um, but I'll, I'll find out like tomorrow. And it's not a big deal. Uh, you know, I don't, I normally get really positive reviews, but you know, I'm not a machine. So every now and then, you know, you, you get tired. Like you, you kind of have your off lesson. So and I don't really drink coffee, but I have been doing it this week. Um, uh, if I need it, if I'm just like delirious and I need a boost, I'll drink a cup of coffee or not a cup of coffee, a few squigs, mouthfuls of coffee just to, um, give me that perk up that I need sometimes so you know if i'm drinking coffee you know i'm like really hitting it hard so uh anyway um here we go so fish right and again fish is a really important part about of uh life in japan it's just something you can't avoid like i i'm always surprised when i hear japanese people that don't like fish or that have fish allergies i don't know why i know it's kind of like i feel bad for for being surprised because it's kind of like you know but but yeah i mean seafood here is everywhere and there's in it goes far beyond like the typical type of seafood that i see online like there's a really good uh uh uh, a YouTube video that I saw. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, let me see. Hold on one second. Japanese people make sushi. Give me a second. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I just typed in Japanese people, American sushi. And I think the second video is the Japanese react to American style sushi. It was really interesting for me and, and totally accurate. Like I think I had sushi in America once, 
when I was like a little kid, and that again, that might have been one of the things that drew um, drew me to uh, moving to Tokyo. I don't know. I remember that moment, you know, clearly in my head. Actually, wasn't even really sushi. It was, it was some bullshit. <laughs> now that I, I I remember like one or two of the ingredients, but um, that he put in now it's like that was the cheapest ass fucking shit ever. This is like a California roll with some fake crab up in there. But um, <laughs> but hey, you know, uh, whatever works. And you know, just the stuff that I see online, like in America, I'm not trying to downplay sushi in America. Okay, I am kind of shitting on sushi in America. Sorry. <laughs> I live in Japan. I eat Japanese sushi. But um, I'm not trying to sound all like hoity-doity with it. But, you know, what is defined as sushi in America is... Uh, in America, I'll just say in America. Again, I, I would imagine it's kind of similar in other countries. You know, lots of sauce on the motherfucker. Lots of garlic. Lots of sprinkles and colors and all this crazy shit on there. It's just like, what the fuck is that? Just sauce everywhere. It just looks crazy. Um, you know, real real traditional Japanese sushi is a, is a lot more similar the 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 um the the flavors are a lot more delicate and yeah i i think i tell japanese people now i don't know if i talked about it on this podcast before but it's just the difference is you know in japan like delicate flavor and subtle flavor is more important like that's the most important thing the subtlety of flavor is is key right and being able to say oh there's a little hint of this oh wow the aftertaste oh wow that really comes in oh snap like you know there's a little bit of wasabi and mixing with that and how those flavors kind of blend together is you gotta really like think about what you're eating you know and it makes you kind of take a pause and be like you can just eat it and be like oh fuck that's good but if you actually take a second to savor it that's i think the better word you know japanese sushi or good japanese food is something that really makes you want to savor what you're eating so um yeah but versus like i'll just say again for example american style sushi since we're talking the strength of flavor and the flavor combinations is is much more important you know like the example i always give to my students is like a bacon cheese burger you know what i'm saying we got the bacon we got the cheese we got the burger it's all strong it's just like an explosion of flavor in your mouth and and, and that's what western people love and i mean i'm not saying one is one is right one is wrong that's just you know the the difference um but in the case of sushi, for me, one is right and one is wrong because it's a Japanese dish, you know. So, um, and so uh, I mean, I'm not like fucking sushi Nazi. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying like you, you guys better make the sushi right. It's just for me, like you know. Sometimes I think once or twice when I've gone back to uh, America. Like, you know, some friend, old friends or, or people, you know, been like, hey, Kiel, let's go grab some sushi sometime and talk. I'm like, I'm not trying to eat no American sushi, man. Like, and I eat sushi. I mean, I don't eat sushi that much here, but, you know, like I eat sushi in Japan. Like, I don't really want to eat sushi when I'm in America. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a big fucking difference. So... Um, not again not being all like bougie on this shit is just like no i mean it is a quality it is a clear quality difference in, in like the fish and the ingredients but the most important thing for me is just the flavor like 
you know, American style sushi is made for American people and Japanese sushi is made for Japanese people. And, you know, I mean, fish and that's just only one dish. I can go off on this. Um, I might revisit it in the future because there's just so much. There's so much. You know, it's not just fish. It's other types of seafood. There's other types of crazy shit. You know, I might in the future do like a if you want to hear more about like seafood in Japan, just holler at me. Let me know. Ask questions for keel at gmail dot com. I'll be happy to expand on anything uh, you want me to um, talk about. But for now, again, I'm I'm, I'm kind of strapped for time, so I'm going to push forward because I'm already like damn near 20 minutes in, so I'm definitely going over time because uh, I'm getting through this list. Fuck that, I'm getting through this list. So now eight is uh, aesthetics. Again, aesthetics is something that's very, very important here. Um, the beauty, the balance of things. Again, subtlety is something that's, that's very... Um, important here like i was watching a tv show uh the other night and it was like about some flashy dude who who made some money in it and you know flat being flashy isn't really oh snap rewind that um i was just gonna talk about this dude but it's not important um the one i think good example i was thinking about this yesterday i kind of realized it like a few weeks ago so, and I've talked about Japanese people, so I've talked about this with several Japanese people, several students of mine, and they kind of agree with me. So, um, okay, Kyoto, right? If we're talking about Kyoto, and uh, if we're talking about aesthetics, and, and not on, you know, the way things look and the balance and the form of things. So, you know, in Kyoto, if you ask, maybe I'm sure the average tourist that goes to Kyoto, you know, Kinkakuji, the Golden Pavilion, is probably, excuse me, the number one place that they want to go and they want to see. And it's just like, oh, it's so beautiful. And da, 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 da. And um, a little bit of history with me, like my first time going to Kyoto, I've been, I went there twice. So the first time going to Kyoto, I went to a lot of different places, but I wasn't able to see Kinkakuji. And I really wanted to see it. Kiyomizu Dela is my favorite, by the way. Um, Kiyomizu Temple, uh, that's, that was my shit. But um, I went to Ginkakuji, you know, which is the silver pavilion, you know. Um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. The second time I went by myself, and I actually was, I was like, I'm going to see Kinkakuji, you know, because I thought I was coming back. I was, thought I was going back to America. And I saw it, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, it was all right, but it wasn't like dope it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be and a few weeks ago i don't know why but i was in a lesson or something and i pulled up a picture of king kakuji and i looked at it and i was like hold up this really isn't japanese you know it doesn't really suit kyoto actually in my opinion uh and i really thought about it and i talked about it with a few students and they were like yeah you're right it really doesn't you know, Japanese people don't, aren't really that impressed with it. And, you know, because, because, and why? Because it's so flashy. And if you wa- and I went there, there's a bunch of tourists. Like, you know, the it doesn't match the aesthetics of Kyoto. It's a big fucking golden pavilion, like temple kind of thing. It, it, it's, too, it's like a Ferrari in the middle of Kyoto that just doesn't match. It doesn't go there. You know, um, the equi- like it's it's the equivalent of like driving a Ferrari through Kyoto versus driving like you know a S six hundred BMW 
what am I talking BMW? What the fuck? Mercedes Benz, <laughs> like a S, you know, a S class uh, Mercedes Benz is just totally different, right? You know, um, that is in in Japan. Japanese aesthetics are more geared towards the S-Class Benz, and you see a fuckload of them in Tokyo. Like, you see a fuckload of S-Classes here. Like, you see a fuckload of expensive cars. I think I talked about it before, but there, there's a, a fuckload more S-Class Benzes than Ferraris here, put it like that, because the aesthetics of it are a lot more sleek, a lot more understated. It's not like, hey, fucking look at me, I got some cash. You know, and generally, Japanese people don't really um, look at, um, I learned the new word, narikin, New money, you know, I learned that um, a few days ago. Uh, they don't really look at people like that, uh, you know, well, actually. You know, of course, in the West, new money isn't really looked at uh, all that, all that with all that highly, but here especially, it's kind of looked down upon. So, um, that's that. Okay, let's keep going. Again, I'm going to pick up the pace a little bit. Yelling, yelling in here. Um, you might think of, like, yelling, like, fuck you, motherfucker. But um, Japanese people are very passionate about yelling, like, like, welcome to my shop. You will hear that over and over again. Like, <laughs> anytime you go into a shop, you'll see people just randomly busting out with it. It's kind of crazy. Um, you get used to it, but it, it kind of weirded me out. Like, uh, the first, like, couple of years I was here. And, you know, sometimes it was funny. Sometimes it was just like, if you're the first person walking in, the only person walking into a store and everyone's, like, looking at you, like, bowing, like, hey, let's shake my hand. It's kind of like, whoa, hey, yo, what, what y'all want from me? <laughs> like, that's what, that's what I used to feel like. Oh, whoa, hey, what's going on? Like, <laughs> you know, so it used to kind of freak me out a little bit uh, a couple of times. but But especially one time. Um, I don't know if I talk, uh, probably didn't talk about it here, but one time I made the mistake of going into it, being like the first person in a big department store. Um, I think it was like Isetan or something like that. I was like one of the first shoppers in there walking through the store. I think I was looking for a gift or something like that for my wife. And every shop person was just lined up and they're just i'm the only one there so it's just like i'm just like oh you know and just everyone's staring at me bowing and you know yelling at me and i was just like okay give me let me get the fuck out of here so i just like left and then came back like 10 minutes later just be, <laughs> when other people went in there just because it just i couldn't have any peace to myself so yeah, so definitely, definitely get used to "yesaimasen" a lot. So if you go somewhere again, it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, not wasting things, you know. "Motainai" is you'll you read it in in the in, you'll read it in the article if you, if you want to. Again, um, wasteful things is more of a um, Shinto kind of thing that I've heard. I've heard explained to me. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm doing the explanation justice, but um, from my understanding, because in Shinto religion. Everything, everything, you know, has a spirit within it, especially food and, you know, things like that. Animals have a spirit, and that's why we say itakimasu, thank you very much. Um, because, you know, thank you for allowing me to take in your spirit. You're not really saying it, like, you know, to the people who prepared the food. You're saying it to the food itself. So, um, again, if I'm completely wrong, don't. Be like Akil told me this bullshit, okay? But, <laughs> um, but, uh, so not wasting things is a very important 
part of Japan, although Japanese people waste a bunch of shit. <laughs> It's kind of like one of those Japanese ironic things, like、uh, so much food gets wasted in this country. But if you go to someone's house and try and waste some food, like, they'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You better eat it. So,、um, Yeah, it's, it's one of those paradoxes here. Don't, don't ask me to explain it. It's just the way it is. Drinking is number five. Again, drinking is a huge part of Japanese culture. Nomikai, drinking parties. If you go back in the past, I think one of the first episodes,、um, definitely one of the first 20 episodes where I talk about going to one of my mentors'、uh, restaurants and, and, and being at a Nomikai, I think I dropped some gems on you with that one. And, you know, of course, I got completely drunk and like threw up all over the street. But, you know, hey, I made it back home and that was the important point. So. <laughs> And, you know, and learning's half the battle. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of that.、Um, somewhere down the pipeline, I'm g o n n a do, I'm kind of holding off on it again just for work and everything like that. I know I got to do like an official alcohol episode where I just go through like a lot of different types of alcohol, different types of beers. Um, chew highs and all that. Probably, it'll probably be like a series of things. But again, it'll probably entail me getting drunk over the course of like an hour or two. So, you know, that, I, I would imagine that episode will go on for a while because I tend to ramble. The more I drink, the more I tend to ramble. So,、um, yeah, I'm just not in a position to do that right now. But anyway,、uh, let's keep going. Let's keep it moving. Manga. Manga is another important thing. All right, number four is manga. Now, manga is kind of interesting.、Um, the only thing I'll say about manga is、uh, I talk to students about it and they're kind of surprised. You know, generally, I might have talked about it here on here. Manga is more accepted in mainstream Japanese society, meaning an adult dude reading manga is totally fine, right? But an adult person watching anime is more on the otaku side here. It's more on the you know, geek and nerdy side. And I tell Japanese people that, for example, in America, and to my impression, it's the complete reverse abroad. You know, watching anime is more of an accepted kind of thing, or you know, cartoons, especially now, this, gen- this day and age, is more, you know, everyone's grown up with this shit. So, you know, someone like my age, I'm like, yeah, I just finished watching Full Metal Alchemist. You know, it's not a big thing, but reading like the comics is more of a you know, geeky kind of thing. You know, I wouldn't be like,、oh, I just read the manga, like, I wouldn't really say that. I'm if you're into really into manga, like, I'm not shitting on you. Just the general impression, I'm talking about the general impression from society reading manga, you know, in Western countries is more of a deeper kind of you know. Interest more of a deeper, like otaku kind of thing,、um, versus like more just watching like Naruto anime on TV. It comes on TV, you can just watch it, you know, watching Dragon Ball Z, like a bunch of people have done that. Saturday morning cartoons is just more of a television based culture. Japan was more of like a book based culture after World War II, from what I heard, and so that's more accepted. But the anime side goes a bit deeper into it. I don't, you know, again, it's just kind of interesting, an interesting difference. And Japanese people are always kind of surprised when I tell them that. I'm like, they're like, you watch anime? I'm like, yeah, like, it's cool. Like, you know, and they're like, oh, I have to kind of explain that difference to them. And they're like, oh, wow, okay. So,、um, three, three is team. Team is everything here. Teamwork makes a dream work, as,、um, what's that motherfucker's name?、Um, 
Mo Lowry. I gotta give I gotta give that to Mo Lowry. It's this YouTuber. Um, he's really funny, actually. He's entertaining. I watch his shit uh, sometimes. He he did like this um, Dragon Ball Kai or Super. Um, no, is it Super? Dragon Ball Super um, review. I haven't personally. I haven't watched the show. Uh, just again, I'm not. I'm kind of. I just finished Full Metal Alchemist just because it came up in a conversation one time. And I just wanted to get through it, but I'm not really actively looking for uh, TV shows to watch right now. And yeah, I kind of Dragon Ball kind of went a little bit too deep for me, you know, in the superpower genre, the universal genre. So it kind of lost me after Dragon Ball Z. Uh, so, uh, you know, I still love the characters, but I'm just not going to invest that much time into it. I kind of like the cosmic planetary explosion universe, split universe shit is kind of a little bit too much for me. When the people's powers are difficult for me to gauge, I kind of tune out a bit, you know, it's like, give me a fucking dragon counter, you know, and let me kind of understand what, how much stronger one person is than the other person versus like just saying like, oh, your fucking spirit level is so goddamn high. Like, you know, I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> sorry. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> team, team, team. Um, yeah, team, yeah, so Mo Lowry says teamwork makes the dream work, and that's so true here in Japan. The team is everything. The group is everything here. You've heard me talk about it before. Um, I won't get into it again, but, you know, it's just something you have to experience to really understand. And just, again, observing Japanese people as an outsider, it really gives you more of a clue. You, again, listening and watching, you'll learn so much more about Japan than actively going in and, and saying shit. Because the thing is, like, if you're just like, I understand this in, in a group, everyone will just shut the fuck up and be like, okay, this motherfucker doesn't know anything, right? <laughs> so, especially when you're, when you're new to Japan, the best advice I can give you when entering a group of Japanese people is shut the fuck up and play. Like The Rock says, know your role and shut your mouth. Or like how he used to say, I was watching a few old school uh, WWF videos but yeah just know your role shut your mouth play your part in the group observe the group dynamics and you know you'll kind of get a more of a feel for how the team works in japan all right number two is working working is everything here i was watching japanese um watching japanese t uh, business show that i watch sometimes and they were talking about like you know dormitories for the worker young workers and shit like that and um, yeah, th that used to be a big thing. You know, it still is. Like, some companies have dormitories for their young uh, freshman staff and, you know, let them live there for a you know, lower cost. But now that the, there are less and less young staff, they have to give more amenities to attract young people to work there. And that's one of them. But I was just thinking, like, why the fuck would someone, you know, want to do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, because the group and the company and the business culture and the company wants to raise their employees to be lifetime employees and all this shit. I was just reviewing in my mind, like, how deep life centers around your job in this country, you know, is still. So, um, 
I'm wondering, you know, but now, I mean, they're, they're adding, I was basically from watching that, I was thinking they're making so many amenities and so many things. It's like fucking summer camp, man. Like so many perks for, to try and attract, uh, new people into companies now. I'm just wondering when that shit's gonna break. Again, you, you've heard me talk about that before, so I'm not gonna get into that, my Japan anarchy theory. But, um, the last one we got is onsen or hot springs. Number one is onsen hot springs. Japanese people love them. I fucking love them. Everyone loves them. You got to love them. Again, I did a full, uh, I believe a two part hot spring. Uh, explanation episode or why they're so good and why you need to you know love them and etiquette and protocol and all that shit so go back and take a listen to that if you have the chance so we're just a little bit over 30 you know 35 minutes so i'm just gonna wrap things up here again getting close to midnight i gotta upload this motherfucker um but you know again just bear with me um podcasts are probably gonna be shorter timing's gonna be a little bit uh crazy uh, for these next couple of weeks, just wish me luck. Let me power through what I got to power through and um, pray for my success, please. You know, <laughs> I guess it's a long road, but I'm hoping I'm at, at the main vein of what I've been uh, working towards for like the past fucking hell, like the past five years. You know, um, things are really starting to heat up in Japan as far as like, you know, um, tourists coming in uh the need for the skills that i can kind of provide to people so um i think it's my time you know and i'm just trying to step up to the moment i'm trying to step up to the plate and swing for the fences so you know hope you're doing the same in your life whatever you're doing uh that's all i can that's all i can um put out there to you you know just follow your dream man and you know team as mo lowry says teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> um he's a real funny dude but um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. So thanks a lot for listening, tuning in, and I will talk to you very, very soon. All right, y'all.